Do you think Jesus could do anything right here in Las Vegas, Sin City? I believe that what God is doing is He's created an eternal testimony. And what we know is when we can come together under a spirit of unity, nothing will be impossible. Hello, Las Vegas. Welcome to Las Vegas United. I am your host, Aaron Pino, and I am so glad that you're taking some time to join us as today we talk with a very good friend of mine, um, Pastor Randy Greer. But, but before I completely introduce him, I want to let you know the heart behind this show is we are connecting with community leaders, pastors, entrepreneurs, politicians in Las Vegas who have a heart for our city and our community. And so that's why I'm excited today because I have my really good friend, Pastor Randy Greer. And so welcome today hey, to our man. show. Thanks so much for letting me come be a part of this. This is really great. I'm yeah. excited for you oh. to be able to host this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's very it's very exciting how God orchestrates things. But yeah. Pastor Randy, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How long have you been in Vegas? Yeah. Uh, wife, kids, ministry, all the good stuff. Okay. Well, uh, came to Las Vegas in 1990, came here with my college roommate. Mm. Back in that day, we dreamed of working together, and then we were living the nightmare. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It was great. Oh, and man. then he's such a great leader, Rich Guerra. Now he's the superintendent for all of Southern California and mm. the Assemblies of God. Just a great man. So he went back, and, and when he left, I got voted in. Mm. as the lead pastor, so been doing that for 27 years now, but total, been here 31 years. Wow. Um, married to my wonderful wife, Pam. We've been married 45 years. Wow. Yeah. Made a deal with her parents right out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, three daughters, uh, seven grandkids, Wow. and life just keeps getting richer. Man. Yeah. You know, Pastor Ryan, whenever I look at you, man, the word that comes to mind for me is just legacy. Mm. Legacy, man. You know, um, you can't have a legacy without being faithful. And so before we get started in this whole thing, I know we, we've, you know, you and I were friends and we've talked before the show. And we've gone out to lunch and coffee yeah. and all that good stuff. But just publicly, I want to just honor you. Oh, as um, one of the fathers in the city of Las Vegas, one of the spiritual fathers in Las Vegas. Mm. And you can't really leave a life or have a life of legacy without being faithful. Wow. And, Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. I, you know, a friend of mine came through and spoke for us. We did a God encounter for the church, like, shortly after I took over. And his prophetic word over me was, you're going to be a father mm -hmm. in this city. And I, you know, so it's easy to receive that. Uh, you know, now having had all of that spoken into my life and, you know, thank God it doesn't just mean I'm old and I've been here a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I laugh because you're a very funny guy. I like, <laughs> I like hanging out with you, Pastor Randy, because we always have a good time together. We do. Hey, since we're doing humor, friends, this is a follically challenged area right here. <laughs> no, no people with hair yeah, that's uh, allowed right. right now. Yeah, for those of you who are listening on Spotify and different podcasts, <laughs> me and Pastor Randy are both bald. Yeah. I actually began losing my hair when I was 18. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Early 30s for me. Yeah. Well, good for you. you well, it was hard even then. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you what. It is. It, it was hard. But yeah. Yeah. You're not just old. You've been in this a long time. I just. <clears throat> faithfulness. Mm. Your faithfulness. Serving our city for 
decades, really. And because of because of your faithfulness, whenever I first came back to Las Vegas, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in Las Vegas. I was a really good heathen here in Las Vegas. I got <laughs> radically saved whenever I was 18. And after I got saved, I went to Bible school in your hometown of Dallas, Texas. That's right. And uh, several years ago, God called us back to, uh, to start a work here in Vegas. And one of the first people I connected with was you. Yeah, and, that was um, neat. Yeah, it was God awesome. Us together. And you just you welcomed me into the city with open arms. Amen. And um, you know the faithfulness of just the fatherhood over Las Vegas and welcome me in as a son of the city back to our city has been has been great. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah, hey, talk, I want talk about that real quick, Aaron. Um, you know, you and there's a young man named Brandon that just got here. Yeah, Brandon Bourbon. Data. Yeah. Uh, you guys are all planting. <clears throat> You're yeah. all young guys. And uh, we were talking earlier about fathers and sons mm-hmm. and that whole Malachi passage. Uh, yeah. I think that's cool. Talk about that yeah, for a second. I, well, first, I thought I was doing the interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. My man. bad. Come on, man. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. You know, part of in Malachi, it's, uh, you know, one of the last verses in Malachi, it says, I'm going to send to you the spirit of Elijah. Yeah, <clears throat> and he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children, and the hearts of the children back to the fathers, unless I send a curse upon the land. Mm. And I believe that what God wants to do in Las Vegas, around the world, with the kingdom of heaven, it's not about um, the fresh new talent that's on the scene. It's not about us young guys who are full of faith. Um, and ignorance, let me just put that out there, okay? Um, and who are young and have you have all these things. It's actually, um, it's a generational synergy that we have to have. Right. And what God is doing is he's causing fathers and sons to partner together yeah. to accomplish his will on the earth. And so I could go on. Yeah, Moses you know, and Joshua. Moses man. and Joshua, that's right. I'm excited that God is sending you young guys here because... Yeah. Um, we've been saying it for a long time, you know, I, I was asked publicly one time, how many churches in Las Vegas? And I, it just it came to I me. I love this. Yeah. I said, There's only one church. That's right. In Las Vegas. We sit in different pews, but man, if we can really get over ourselves and combine together and just say, Hey, we're all in this for one purpose, That's right. the glory of God expressing who Jesus Christ is to this community that needs Jesus more than any community that I know of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we got a big task, but man, we do. we got I a love, big God. I love, I love the phrase that you coined, you know, we're all ants trying to eat an elephant, <laughs> which is so true. You know, yeah. the reality is, is, um, you know, and, and the beauty of this show is I get to bring on pastors and leaders, entrepreneurs and everything like that. But I love sitting down and talking with pastors because, we both realize that everyone on the planet needs Jesus. Amen to that. Therefore, sure. we have an extremely big task at hand. Yeah. And so it's not going to be just one person over here, one person over there. But if we can come together and, and say, hey, Pastor Randy, I'm not in competition with you. And Pastor right. Randy looks at Aaron and says, hey, Aaron, I'm not in competition with you. Yeah. We're actually on the same team try to accomplish the same goal. Uh, I think that's I think that's important. Seems like years ago is when there was there was a bit of territorialism, mm. you know, but man, there's no room for that. 
Yeah. We have a gigantic task ahead of us. We are going to see Las Vegas, you know, around the world. I was in India at the worst slum I've ever been in in my life, mm. and a guy knew about Las Vegas in that slum. Wow. Yeah, for what Las Vegas is known for currently. But I believe our wonderfully jealous God is going to receive glory Amen. from this city around the world. Yes, yes. I believe it, too. You know, whenever I talk with people, <clears throat> I, I don't say it, you know, and I think you, you'd agree with me on this. I don't say it's going to happen. I say it's already happening. Yeah. Because the, right. the, um, the start of it, as I believe, is us coming together. And unifying, you know, one of the, the the premier scripture verses for this show is Psalms one thirty three verse three. Yeah. Well, Psalms one thirty three one through three, which is how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. For it's like the oil that pours down Aaron to his beard. Mm. And verse three says, "For there is the commanded blessing of the Lord." Yeah. And so the very fact that you and I are sitting at this table right now, um. And from, you know, and from different camps even, you know, from yeah. different <clears throat> things like that, that we sit down and we say, you know what, we're friends, we're in this together. I believe that at, that is the sign of, of God's already moving and doing something right here in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, if, if you have been saved through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, come on, come yes, on you're my brother. That's right. I don't care about the background, the denomination, anything like that. Let's just do this. Let's get the job done. Yeah. And we're going to do it together. And we're going to do it together. And one thing I really appreciate about you, um, one of the very first interactions I ever had with you was at Trinity Life Center, where you've been pastoring for many, many years. Um, You had what is called the Gatekeeper's Prayer Mm. Meeting. Yeah. And what I loved about that is we had different denominations there. Right. So you mentioned, you know, Assemblies of God guy that you are, but we had people who were non-denominational, Baptist guys there, yeah. Presbyterian guys there, Lutheran guys, you know, so who, talk about that a little bit. Who knew Presbyterian guys could be so cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, honestly, it's been such a joy to just cross all those barriers because we have such a common denominator. Let's not focus on what we don't agree on. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on what we do agree on. That's enough yeah. to take this town for Jesus. You know, the, there are great revivals that have recently happened years ago. Uh, Toronto, down in Florida, Pensacola. That, that was in one church. I've talked to the pastors of the other churches around there whose churches were hurt mm. by their people leaving, flocking to that one wow. church. And we can't have that here, Aaron. Yeah. It has to be a sovereign move of God in every one of our Bible-believing churches in the Mormon church. Yeah. Uh, it, they have the name right on the building. This is the church of Jesus Christ. So all of us who believe in Jesus coming together, man, we're going we're gonna to see God do some amazing things. And like you said, he yeah. already is. Yeah. He's already started. Yeah, and I know being around you, you have a really big heart for the Mormon community. You know, I know... Uh, doctrinally and theologically, we don't really line up with them. You know what I mean? Like they're, you know, they have some kind of things out there. But I know you have a heart for everybody to come into the kingdom 
and to advance the kingdom of heaven in Las Vegas. Uh, we're just not going to get the job done without them. Yeah. You know, this this city is second only to Salt Lake City in mm. Mormon population. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and they are on the school boards and they're they, you know they their their fingerprints are all over this town and man you know, just a little tweak off of Joseph Smith and over to Jesus, and these guys are on, going to be on board, and we're going to go. Yeah. It's going to happen. And I know whenever we get together, we pray, you know, as pastors and gatekeepers, we bring up the Mormon community a lot yeah. because they are literally just one revelation away from That's right. full on board. Just like the worldwide church of God. Yeah. You know, they, they made that tweak off of uh, some heresy that they had, and Man, they're going great guns for God. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's yeah. Happen. So um, back to the gatekeepers meeting, you know, I think it's incredible. So what was your, you've kind of helped spearhead that a little bit. So what was the yeah. motivation behind that? And, you know, just talk to me about that. Like, why did we, why did you go that route? And what are some of the things that you're seeing from that? Yeah. Uh, 13 years ago, Michael Hatch called oh, yeah. together five pastors. Uh, they had breakfast at his house. His wife made biscuits and gravy. That's famous. Everybody talks about that. <laughs> uh, so five guys were there. I actually wasn't there. I'm, I'm like the sixth man. Oh, well, uh, I got well, in on, on it man. right after come I heard on, about man. it, man. And uh, yeah, so uh, we pray at different churches every Saturday. for, for We're in our 13th year now yeah. of doing that. And Mike Hatch got that going. And I went to him at one of those meetings. Right after one of those meetings, I said, Mike, we got to get the pastors together to pray. He goes, Randy, you take that on. Mm. So I, six years now, seven. I think I'm in my seventh year yeah. of trying to get the pastors together to pray. And it, it's been a, you know, it's like herding cats, oh, trying yeah. to get pastors hey, listen, together. I understand. <laughs> I guilted them all into it one time. I said, <laughs> I said uh, this was our best attended. We had 100 guys show up. Mm. And here's what happened. I just I sent out a wide text to everybody saying, uh, it was like a conversation between me and the Lord. Uh, Lord, you told me to get the pastors together for prayer. Do you still want me to do that? It's not really working out real well. He goes, I still want you to do it. I said, but Lord, they are obstinate, stiff-necked, mm -hmm. difficult. I mean, we, you know, we all have our own stuff going on. It's hard to get, you know, you can't, it's not sure. going to happen every time that you're there. Anyway, after I sent that, like, all of a sudden, you know, the most we'd ever had was like 33 Mm. You know, we, we probably averaged 15 or so, and six of those are on my staff, and they had to come if they wanted to get paid. <laughs> so, so anyway, 100 guys showed up. Yeah. It was so cool. And then, you know, and then we kind of went back to around 50 or so, and we've been kind of having a, about like that yeah. for a while now, and it's going great. It's great if we can just get over ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's not a Trinity thing. Right. You know, I just happened to have a beautiful facility that God built way before I got here mm -hmm. that I want everybody to use it. It's right in the heart of town. Yeah. Let's use it for God's glory. You yeah. and I just talked about yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. That's right. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. You that's, can just take see, it. That's why I love you, Pastor Randy, because <laughs> it's like, it's not just something that you say. And I've been around a lot of people. I've been around a lot of people where they... They say one thing, but then their actions don't follow up with it. Mm. You know, like, and, you know, it is what it is. But, like, you're, you are literally all about it. Like, you're yeah, all about man. it. Um, you know, we were just talking with, with a friend of ours who, um, you know, who's, who's planning a church. And you said, use our facility. Yeah. And use it for free. 
Yeah. You know, because you're, I mean, you're, 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 you're all about it. And that's what I love because I, I, like I said, whenever I see you, you really have a heart of a father, in my opinion, mm. um, just to see what is, what, what is best for the kingdom yeah. and how can we help you not but like, how can we help you, Aaron? How can we help you? All these guys we mentioned, yeah. how can we help you fulfill what God has put in your heart to do? Proverbs 14, four says, if you got an ox in your stall, it's going to get dirty, mm-hmm. man. We want a dirty stall. <laughs> oh, I love Let's it, use what we have mm-hmm. for the glory of God. Yeah. And let's do it together. I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. When this great sovereign move of God hits, as it will, and it, it's already started here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. I mean, tonight, we're, we're having a 1,000 men gather. That's the goal. Yeah. You know, I hope, yeah. hope a thousand guys. We, we tried to do it really cool. Like, like we got 10 pastors together, and we asked them to go after 10 of their pastor friends, and that everybody would bring 10. Yeah. So it's easy that way to chop it all up. And so, yeah, we're going to do a march uh, saying men are the miracle. Mm-hmm. Enough sex trafficking. It's all, all because of men. Yeah. Men are the demand. Yeah. If we could stop yeah, the demand, true. we wouldn't need the supply. Oh, Same man. thing for pornography. So anyway, we're making a big push on that. And then after Aaron Hansel got this vision. and, and love Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, I love Aaron. Aaron's one of those guys. I told him, Aaron, you don't have a facility. Use mine. Yeah. You know, it's not a Trinity thing. It's just... Let's do this together. So we're, we're coming together. It's tonight. But we went to a meeting. We were invited by Derek Carr, the quarterback of the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders, to, uh, in fact, this is the way I say it. I, tell, I told my congregation, yeah, I got a call from Derek Carr. He invited me to lunch. <laughs> Everybody's like, really, Pastor? You had lunch with Derek Carr? I said, yeah, me and about 100 other pastors. Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah. <laughs> but then we found out he wants 18,000 men to come to the Thomas and Mac April 8 and 9, the yeah. weekend of uh, Palm Sunday. Yeah. Bro, we didn't know anything about that. Yeah. When Aaron got the vision for a 1,000 men march, God's up to something. Oh, yeah. Something's about to happen, but it can't be one church where the revival hits and everybody flocks there and all the other churches get hurt. It's When it hits, Aaron, it's got to be every Bible-believing church yeah. in this city. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's very true. I'll tell you. So I'll tell you something that God has done for me and spoken to me. So I was at – I went to one of the, the – the gate the gateway, uh, not gateway, the gate. Keepers. The, yeah, gatekeepers meeting on a yeah. Saturday morning. I left there, and I'm driving back home. And I live in Centennial Hills, and so I'm crossing over the 95 and Durango. And I'm, you know, that that overpass. You're looking over the city. It's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. Vegas. Like yeah, Vegas is awesome. And I'm passing over that that overpass, and the Lord speaks to my heart, and He said, "Aaron, your vision's too small." Wow. This is after a gate uh, gatekeepers meeting. And I said, Lord, what in the world are you talking about? My vision is too small. Like, I uprooted everything yeah. to come back to Las Vegas whenever we are very set. And, uh, you know, God is very gracious and merciful and is patient. And he said it again to me, Aaron, your vision is too small. Wow. And I humbled myself. And I said, Lord, what, did, what are you trying to tell me? And he said, Aaron, you want to start a church, but I want to change a city. Wow. And that has kind of change the tra- trajectory of how we even do things at Overflow, our church. Um, That's why you're here, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly why he brought you here. Yeah, I, and I, be- I believe that, but it all stemmed from a work 
that you and Pastor Hatch said, let's start praying. Let's get people praying. Let's get pastors praying, people praying. Because this movement that God is doing, the outpouring of his spirit, the everything that we're talking about, I believe that it stems from people praying. Yeah. Prayer is huge. I know you're huge about prayer. Yeah. You're all about prayer. Your church prays. Um, we just locked in. We're going to do a um, all-night prayer meeting, bringing in the new year at Trinity Life yeah. Center. You know what I mean? Um, I'll be there till New York time. <laughs> Eastern Standard, baby. I'm 65 years old. I got to get in bed. You no, I'm kidding, up, man. I'll man. be there. I'll be there. We're gonna do. What are you thinking? Seven to seven? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm thinking six seven to, to seven. Six, something like yeah, that. Yeah, we could work out all those, night long. Yeah, all night long. Praying. Yeah, and what I want to do. But yeah, all night long. Can you believe that? That's Praying. awesome. You know, it's actually biblical. You know, um, but what what I want to do is at Trinity Life Center is I want to call the city of Las Vegas to come together. Yeah. And to, to pray and to bring in the new year. Let's do it. And not just Overflow Church, not just Trinity Life Center, but we have friends over, um, you know, in the southwest part of the valley, in the north part of the valley. Yeah. And bringing us together as as the church of Las Vegas. That's right. There's only one. To pray and bring in um, the new year. Only and one And so church. we're going to do that. And so we'll have different oh. churches, worship teams come up and yeah. do music and oh, different churches do prayer sets and yeah, man, it's it's going to be great. That's it's really going to be great. Cool. So let me ask you, so if people want to get involved with um, the prayer meetings that you have, the gatekeepers prayer meetings, what what are the, how can they get involved with that? What we're looking for, it, it's specifically called gatekeepers because that's who the pastors of this city are. Mm-hmm. We're to keep the gates of this city. So we're asking every pastor to come and it's every third Thursday at 11 o'clock at Trinity. And sometimes we, we have lunch prepared. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just all go out, kind of hang out and get to yeah. know somebody different, go to lunch. But it's just a really cool thing that God is doing. We're getting some momentum. And we just want to be together as pastors. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So every third Thursday of the month at Trinity. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Yeah, and we pray till noon and then we go. Yeah. And eat together. What's the address of Trinity? 1000 East St. Louis. It's five blocks east of the Stratosphere Tower. If the Strat Tower fell to the east, God forbid, fall right at our doorstep. Yeah, there you go. I I love the facility too, man. You know, it's it's a it's a great facility. There's that park right there. You know, what is what it's the city the city center. What is that? Oh yeah. So that's part of uh, the vision, you know. 1997. I took over. I got here in 90, took over in 95. 97, I'm standing in my office. I'm looking at our campus out my window, and I'm not kidding, man. I had a vision, and all I saw was someday we're going to have a medical clinic for people with no insurance. Wow. We're going to help the poor. That's all I saw. And thankfully, you know, the in Joel, I guess we could use this as our uh, template here. So, in Joel, it says, a young man sees a vision, an old man dreams a dream. Mm-hmm. Well, all God gave me that day was a, a, a slice of the pie, mm-hmm. a vision. Mm-hmm. Had he showed me everything we were going to be a part of, man, I, <laughs> no thanks. I, <laughs> I, it was too big. Like, sure. like you, you know, when God told you, bigger, bigger. Well, that, so all, but that's all I saw. So I got a vision. I was young. Well, now I'm old. Now I see the whole pie. Now I see the dream. 
Yeah. So we we actually have a medical clinic yeah. on our campus. So awesome. We have a food. I mean, it all started with an after school program for inner city kids, mm. and then the community started liking what we were doing. Um, there, one of my great stories is about a great man over at Caesar's Palace. He has the uh, he, he has to give money to the community. And he, he heard about us, and he came over, uh, big, strong, former UNLV football player, African-American, oh, good-looking man. Yeah. He walks in, and we're training five little African-American kids in our kitchen, and they're learning culinary skills. And this guy, this big man starts crying, and we're like, wow, Tony, are you okay? And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm okay. He goes, but you know what? That was me. Wow. Somebody took me under their wing and got me out of the That's poverty so cool. syndrome. And now I have this incredible job. Sent us a check for $10,000 the on, next man. day to help us do what we're doing. So we, we have, it started there, uh, after school program. It grew to where now we've got 15 different things. And every one of them were just, what's the greatest need in our community? Because yeah. we're in a donut hole, man. I yeah. mean, all the great businesses have moved out. Yeah. Harley Davidson took off. Uh, the grocery stores took off, man. Mm. I mean, uh, Tony Roma's took off. What's that about? <laughs> you know, now it's a hustler shop. Oh, man. I mean, we got, believe me, I, I, when I was a little boy, I asked the Lord, um, I heard this story about a guy that built a mission one yard from hell. And I said, Lord, I'll do that. Bro. Little did you know that he was going to have you do it, huh? We're we're connected. We have a we share a fence post with the number one abortion facility in Nevada. They wow. do late term abortions. Wow. Thankfully, first choice is on that street. They save two hundred and fifty babies every month, mm. uh, doing a great work there. But you know the ultimate dream. I don't know how we did it. Uh, I have a great associate pastor, Vic Crusoe, and he was at down oh, at City yeah. Hall. And uh, he came out of a meeting, and he said, uh, they told him, Vic, we know about the Impact Center. Uh, you guys are perfect. The number one need in Las Vegas is low-income senior housing. So, bro, I don't know how we did it. Mm. $15 million facility wow. now on our property. It didn't cost us a nickel because we didn't have a nickel. <laughs> and God did it, man. That, yeah, and I think that's so incredible. God is moving in Las Vegas, and he's using people like yourself to say, hey, yeah, whatever you want to do, Lord, we're all in this team together. UNLV Architect School. How much time we have? We're doing good. We're, we're we have like a, just a little bit of time left. Oh man, yeah, we're out of time. It goes by. I fast. can't tell you about our next project. Yeah, to help the orphans. I'm gonna have count. to bring you back, Pastor. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah, go to yeah, lunch absolutely. right now, and then we'll talk it over. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> hey, listen, I just want to take a moment to thank you personally for joining us here on Las Vegas United. If you want, um, if you know somebody who you want to be a part of the show, or if you want more information about this, you can go ahead and email us down below. They'll have the email address down below. But thank you so much. We are partnering with God to create an eternal testimony of his goodness, power, and mercy right here in Las Vegas. So God bless you. Pastor Aaron here. I just want to say thank you so much for watching Las Vegas United. Our episodes are available on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast. And listen, if you live in Las Vegas, 
You can watch our show live on over-the-air television on channel King 17. We broadcast every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Our show is hosted by Pastor Aaron Pino of Overflow Church. To learn more about him and his ministry, please visit overflowchurch.co. Our guest today was Pastor Randy Greer of Trinity Life Center. For more information, visit trinity-life.org. Our show is directed by Javier Moreno. Production assisting by Julie Moreno. Edited by Javier and Jalen Moreno. Las Vegas United is produced by CTN Vegas, the Las Vegas location for the Christian Television Network. For more information about CTN Vegas and our show, please visit ctnvegas.com.